Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Uh, I'm going to be honest that I don't really have a plan for what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, Sometimes I have a plan and sometimes I don't. And today is one of those days that I don't necessarily have a lot. So I'm going to start with what's happening in the life of the church and we'll see where we go. Uh, One of the things I'm very excited about that's uh, uh, by the time that you see this will have happened, but it is in the future for me right now, is uh, our Women's Night Out. Uh, Last month, our Women's Night Out kicked off. Well, we kicked off in September uh, with with a meal out at Murdo's. And then last month in October, we did um, just a gathering fellowship time down at the boathouse. And and this, and for November, it's been a game night uh, here at the church, board game, card game kind of night, which is right up my alley. That's the kind of thing that I love. Um, but I love that we were getting this going. Big thanks to Tammy Downs, who really uh, took on the leadership of this and uh, is making it happen. Uh, the Men's Night Out have been uh, active for over a year now and just doing incredible things. And, and it's been a great place for people to um, find connection. Uh, I think it's a really good um, first step into the church, especially the men's night out for our men and a great place for them to invite people in who maybe don't have a church home or maybe this is their church home and they just have been gone for a while um, uh, to to find a safe place to come back and to build up those friendships and those connections again. I think I've talked in the past a little bit about how important I think it is for this to be a community. We are a community of faith. We are a community of disciples of Jesus Christ. And it's really important for us to be in community with one another, to be connected to each other, to be invested in each other. Um, I think that's one of the things that um, kind of got lost for a little bit. Um, and and uh, that that really has been a focus for me as your as the pastor and as the leader of something that I feel very passionate about is that it is important for all of you to be connected to each other, to know each other, to be friends, to to feel um, like you know one another and can trust each other and walk with each other in this life of faith. That's the gift of a church. That's the gift of Christian community. Um, our faith is never meant to be lived out alone. It's always been meant to be lived in community. And so it's really important. And it's really important that every person in the community has multiple connections within the community. You might remember a sermon that we did on I'm the vine and you are the branches. It's the infamous yarn sermon. By the way, our yarn uh, uh, art installation is going to be coming down for Advent. We're going to decorate that space again uh, for people to be able to take Christmas photos with their family. And so um, I just want to put that out there uh, that if you want to take a photo or, or reflect on the yarn any uh one one more time to do that because it's going to be going away soon um but that whole idea that we need to be connected to each other we need to be um need to feel like we have people here and not just one or two people but 
multiple people because the reality is if you are only here because there's one other person that you're connected to, if something happens to that person, you've lost your connection to the church. Um, and, and it's also really important that that one other person isn't me as the pastor. I love and, and care about each one of you so much. And it is important to me that you can feel connected to me and feel that I am a safe person for you and that you can come and talk to me about anything. But I do not want to be your only connection to this church. Um, and especially for those who, who are kind of online only participants, that's a real hard thing is you feel connected to me because you see me, you hear me, you you watch the videos and the videos are of me. Um, but it's really important to get connected to other people in the church, which is why I always am talking about these other things that are happening because um, I don't know if you know this, but as United Methodists, pastors um, are appointed for seasons not usually for lifetimes, which means someday, hopefully years and years down the road, um, the bishop might ask me to move. I don't want to be the only reason you're here. Uh, I also don't want to believe, and, and my brain would find it very hard to believe that I would be the only reason for anyone to be here, but it's important to me that you are connecting to other people. So that's why things like men's night out, men's breakfast, women's night out, Bibles and brews, small groups, classes, service opportunities, why we push all of these things so much is because those are the opportunities for you to get connected, to get to know, to get to rub elbows with the other people in this church. And one of the things that I get in my vantage point is I know a lot of you, right? In some way, I know all of you to an extent. And what I know about all of you is that you're pretty amazing. But I also know that not all of you know that about each other. Um, maybe you see someone's face, but that doesn't mean you know anything about them or the incredible story of their life or the ways in which God has been moving in and through them or the struggles that they carry. Um, that's where real transformation happens. That's where real faith development happens. That's where we get to be the hands and feet of Christ. And so um, I know it might seem kind of silly that we we do all of this stuff. We put all these things out there. Not all of them have like, like we're going to walk through a Bible study. Sometimes it's really what I care about is that you start to get to know each other, that it begins with, you know, knowing their name and knowing a little bit about their family. And then just at, over time, they begin to become your people. And I want the people of this church to be your people. And I want you to be their people. And so that's why things like these fellowship opportunities, why I'm so excited about them, and why I really want you to be a part of something other than just Sunday morning worship. Because Sunday morning worship isn't the best time to develop those friendships, unless you're staying for fellowship, which is a great opportunity um, to get to know people and to mingle around and to eat really good treats, which is worth it to me. But I, I, my daughter beelines right to the table. She knows exactly what she's doing <laughs> when she's there. That is what I want. Um, uh, her love of sweets, I think, outweighs her love for her mommy, but I digress. Uh, but Sunday mornings during worship is not a, not a great time to develop those friendships, develop those relationships. It's a great time to introduce yourself or to make plans or to invite someone out for coffee or to do something like that. 
but it's not a great time. And if that's the only time that you are seeing the people of the church, um, I'm going to really encourage and push you a little bit to try something new and to add on to um, your worship time uh, with some fellowship time to, again, one of the best ways I have found to really um, get to know people is through either being in a small group together or a class or serving together. And I've heard you guys talk about how meaningful it is to serve like something like the soup kitchen. But if that's your only time that you're rubbing elbows with the people of the church, that's one time a year. If you have friends that you only talk to one time a year, um, they're probably not the closest friends, right? Um, and so again, finding those inroads, investing in the friendships and the relationships, um, because these should be your people. This We are in this community together. We share something profound together in that what binds us is the love of Christ in our life and, and, and you know, our need for God. Uh, and everybody in the pew shares that with you. And that's a pretty powerful thing to share. And so, so that is happening. See, I didn't have a plan, but look what comes out when I don't have a plan. Something that I'm really passionate about. Um, Sunday, uh, we are going to be talking about attitude of gratitude as we as we go into Thanksgiving week, and also I think the weekend that gets so often uh, corrupted. Corrupted. Yeah, I'm going to use that word uh, by our consumer culture that tells you you need to buy, buy, buy. You need to. Uh, you don't have enough. You need to uh, always be getting more rather than maybe being grateful for what you do have. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that on the 19th. Following worship, our visioning team is going to be meeting again. Our visioning team is a group that's coming together uh, for a short period of time to really dream about what what we want our church to be like and then how how we're going to move uh, in those directions. This last meeting that we had together was wonderful, and we've been working on a vision statement of um, what what kind of church are we going to be excited about? What kind of church uh, would you not be able to wait to tell your friends about, to say, you really should come check this out? This would be a church for you. Uh, this is this. What kind of church would be um, would make you passionate? So we've been talking about that kind of vision of what that church looks like, uh, and then this week we're going to be moving into kind of refining that vision a bit, and then moving into um, our mission statement. Uh, we have a mission statement at the church, but reflecting on does our mission statement get us to the vision that we have, uh, and if does it need tweaking um, or or what? So we're we're moving in that direction. We're going to be kind of launching a lot of this stuff uh, with in January for the new year. Um, I do have already out of our last conversation, um, been doing some future planning for sermon series, and I've got one uh, geared up, lined up for January that I am super excited about. We're going to be uh, doing kind of a preview promo during Christmas Eve because we know that a lot of people are in the pews at that point or watching that maybe don't always come. 
And it's definitely going to be a sermon series uh, for people who have questions and maybe doubts and maybe hurts um, that is keeping them from fully living into their faith. And so I think it's going to be a really great one. And so I want to just give you that heads up. Um, and that's coming out again of our conversations and visioning team of what does what does our community need and who, and who are we going to be and what are we going what is our purpose here so really good stuff if you would like to be part of those conversations i would love to have you sunday after church we're going to be meeting in the confirmation room uh, that's the first classroom on the left upstairs down the hallway uh we want to give a special shout out to the men's night out group because they're covering loads of love on the 21st um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Loads of Love is one of our, our key mission um, opportunities here in the church. And so that is great. If you have never done Loads of Love before, uh, here's another challenge. Sign up to do it. Um, we're going to be doing it again in January. And so you've got a little bit of time. Um, it is one of the times where I feel the most impactful in ministry. Uh, it is it is a time where I feel like we are we, <laughs> we're putting um, our actions where our mouth is. Right? Uh, we are we say that we want to love and serve our neighbor. We say that God loves everyone. We say these things. We say that it's important that our faith has has an impact. When we do loads of love, we're not just saying it, we're doing it. We're, we're backing up what we say with what we do. Um, and so I think it's super important. I do know that we struggle sometimes getting people to sign up for that. And I just don't understand why that is because we have plenty of people in this church. And I think a lot of people that have the ability to do it. And so I would like for you to, to kind of do some soul searching of what is it that that's preventing you from signing up? And, and I would love to have a conversation with you about that and, and invite you along into that ministry because it's really incredible and we're doing really good work there. The 22nd, this coming Wednesday night, there is no Wednesday night, um, youth or children's activities. So no 605, no meal, no confirmation, no youth group. Uh, and that is leading into Thanksgiving. Um, and so those things will come back on the 29th, however. Uh, just looking through, one of the things that I would love for you to, we've kind of put it out there a little bit and, and I'm going to just share it again. Uh, in Yankton, uh, we have a Salvation Army Extension Unit in the Contact Center. And the Contact Center, most people know it as primarily kind of the main food pantry for the city of Yankton. Um, they do actually a whole lot more than that. Uh, there's a lot of um, programs that they run. There's a lot of, they meet a lot of needs. There, if people come here that we aren't able to meet a need, which we really aren't set up to meet a lot of needs. Uh, our first question is, have you gone to the contact center? Because they actually have a lot of the things in place. Um, but they're, they're the Salvation Army Extension Unit and the money that they earn from being a Salvation Army Extension Unit and doing the bell ringing at Christmas in the holiday season goes to um, helping people with emergency needs. So, you know, let's say something comes up in a family and, you know, they're barely scraping by and let's say their car breaks down and they, they, if they don't have a vehicle, they can't get their kids to school. They can't get to work. They can't do, it's a pretty massive emergency in their life. Um, the, the contact center can help, um, help them out and things like that, or, you know, 
I just, there's so many stories of the working poor. Um, and I think too often we think about uh, the people that are going to, to the food pantries or going to get assistance and help. They're just lazy living off the system. Um, and I'm not going to say that there aren't people like that, but that is not, not, that is such a small percentage of what the contact center sees and what we see in churches. More often than not, it is people who do have jobs, who are working full-time, um, but just don't make enough to make ends meet. And there is a lot of that. There is this weird gap. Um, weird is maybe, I don't know, I'll go with weird, of I work full-time, I, I don't live extravagantly, and I still can't meet my needs. And sometimes because they have a salary, they're not eligible for certain things, um, certain kinds of assistance because they are working. And the, and the assumption is if you work a full-time job, you should be able to provide for all your needs. That, that used to be true, but it's not true anymore. Um, and there are a lot of people like that that are living paycheck to paycheck and any sort of unexpected emergency, unexpected expense can really cause problems because it can snowball pretty quickly if you have to pay for you know a doctor's appointment you weren't expecting or like I said a car thing that you weren't expecting or something then all of a sudden the money you used for that was the money you were supposed to use for your utility bill or it's the money that you had to go grocery shopping or it was the money you had for something else and now you don't have that and so that is the majority of what we see uh in the churches in places like the contact center, people who are working, who are just struggling to make ends meet. So why am I saying all of this? One, the contact center needs your help. It needs your help to help support what they are doing. And there's a variety of ways you can do that. And I'm going to just lift up a few. And why do I care about it? I've been working with the contact center this past year and really getting to know what they are doing uh, and uh, the impact that they are making. And I just believe it's a really great thing for our community. Uh, one of the ways is you can be a bell ringer and sign up for a two-hour shift. They ring bells in high V. You don't even have to be outside. You get to be in those kind of initial lobbies on, on the north or south side. You stand there next to a bucket and you ring a bell. You say, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you want. Um, and that helps. That helps. They have a goal this year of reaching $25,000 um, because they project that that is the amount that is going to be needed uh, for the city of Yankton. Do they go into the county? I think so. Uh, and for 2024, because the needs are increasing. The second way is you can donate to the Red Buckets. That would be great. When you go shopping, if you go to Hy-Vee, consider putting a donation into that or writing a donation uh, directly to the contact center. I know that this time of year, there's a lot of like food drives and things, but really what is more helpful to them are monetary donations, because the reality is they can get really good deals on food um, if they have the money to be able to do it. And so uh, consider consider donating and, and leaving it open so that the money can go where it is most needed. Uh, and again, like I said, they're doing a lot of different kinds of programs. You, they do the food pantry, but they do so much more. Um, so the big thing is sign up. We have links on our, on our social medias for that. If you are like, 
I can't find it, just shoot me an email, give me a call, send me a text. I will get that information to you or I can I can help you sign up. Uh, not a problem. I'm happy to do that. Um, I The reason I'm, I, it came up is I'm going to be doing bell ringing on Saturday the 25th from 10 to 12. So if you want to come uh, and, and plan some Hy-Vee shopping at that time, you can come say hi to me. Uh, and while I do bell ringing, but there are, it's, it's the end of November all the way through December. So um, that is happening. Some other mission opportunities for the month of December. One thing I'm very excited about, I'm just going to say, check your, the reminder when, it, when you get it for the month of December, we've got some really cool things in there and I don't want to give it away. Um, uh, but we will be doing the banquet in December, at the end of December. So keep that in mind. Keep the, It will be on Thursday, December 28th. So please mark that on your calendar now so you don't schedule anything else for that night. We have Angel Tree. The Angel Tree stuff is going to be going up, I believe, after church this Sunday, which means it'll be available after that and by when you get back from Thanksgiving. So this is something we've been doing for years, and I believe we have... 60 some names of children from Milk's Camp that we are supporting this year. And so you take an angel, you write down that information in the sign in sheet so we know who has what angels. You purchase your gifts, uh, you wrap them up, bring them back to the church. We do have some extra things that uh, this year. Um, and so there might be some slightly different directions um, to add to Angel Tree Gifts. Uh, we uh, had a donation of teddy bears come in this summer uh, that we determined would be great to add into the younger children's angel tree gifts. Uh, and we also had someone, uh, I, I'm going to say it's crochet, but to be honest, I don't, I can't just by looking at something know what has been knitted and what has been crocheted. The cutest winter hats I have ever seen. I, I, I've been looking into those bags with longing because I want to put all of those hats on Abigail. <laughs> um, they're so cute. And so uh, we've got some extra goodies this year to add to those gifts. Um, but that is coming up. We also are going to be uh, this Saturday decorating at the Mead Center. Uh, the Mead Center does this Hall of Trees every year. Last year we was the first year that we had a tree there. And so we're going to be doing that again. And they are going to be going out, I believe, around noon to decorate our tree for the Mead Center. So is that something that you can help with and you'd like to do, please, um, by all means, go and, and lend a hand. Uh, I'm really excited about it. The other thing you can do is once that is going is to go and see all the trees. It's a wonderful holiday activity to do, but then you get to vote for your favorite tree. And if it so happens that our tree is your favorite tree, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, vote for it invite your friends. There are actually some really beautiful, really creative, really incredible trees. Um, <clears throat> and so you should just go see it anyway, but you could vote for ours and that would be okay. Um, so lots of great things happening. And then don't forget, uh, I just want you to get it on your calendars if you haven't already, the 17th of December, that worship service is going to be the children's program. They're leading the whole worship service that day. Very exciting. This year, our Blue Christmas service is going to be on Tuesday, December 19th, and that's actually going to be at the UCC Church. Uh, we are we are joining together, much like we did with VBS, uh, for our Blue Christmas. So it's going to alternate locations. Um every year. And so this year it's over at the UCC church, but I will be there um, helping 
to lead that service as well. Uh, and we we will um, be having some of our people be doing parts of the service. And so it is very much um, a joint service. And, and I hope that you come. Blue Christmas, uh, also known as like the longest night service. I just don't always put it on the longest night. I'd like to put it on the Tuesday before Christmas. Um, it's a time for recognizing that the holidays, while joyful, and merry and what it's the most wonderful time of year well it, that's not always true for everybody it can also bring out feelings of grief and heartache and loss and struggle and so blue christmas is a service to recognize that to have a space for that to name it and to um, still find the hope in the midst of it uh, it's probably my favorite christmas service that that we do and i if you've never been to one it's it's a really beautiful service. It's really beautiful um, and meaningful. And it helps me that by the time I get to Christmas Eve, um, I'm ready, ready for the joy. So uh, just some things to uh, keep in mind. So yeah, that's what's going on here in the life of the church, which is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so with that, um, I hope this video finds you well. I hope to see you in worship soon. If you are one of our online viewers, one, know that I'm so glad that you are choosing to uh, worship with us. But please let me know that you are because um, I would like to feel connected to you as well and know that when I'm talking to the camera, who I'm talking to. Um, and so that would be a really wonderful thing. Uh, if you are joining us for worship, if you're watching the podcast, just to send me a note and say, hey, you said hi to me, I'm going to say hi back. So this is me saying hi to you. Say hi back in some way. Let me know that you watch it. Let me know that you've seen it. Um, how about this? Um, if the first five people that let me know that they watch the podcast, that they have seen this, um, I've got a surprise for you. But you have to let me know. That's the deal. So with that, I can't wait to hear from you and see you in worship. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of What's Going On. We'd love to have you join us for worship here at the church on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can also find us online via our website at firstumcyankton.org or search for us on YouTube.